0: Welcome back to the Girls Talk Ag podcast, Plowing Through the Manure Online. I titled this one, and it seems very fitting. Where have you been? Right? Because we have really sucked this summer, you guys, at putting out podcasts, just in case you didn't notice.
1: Like our moms missed you... us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thank God no one actually listens to it. Right. Um, because. If they did, they would probably be like, why,
1: why don't they write? We are the Girls Talk Ag. Um, Hello, do we need to introduce ourselves?
0: <laughs> and, uh, I actually put the sticker on the back of my car, finally. My Girls Talk Ag podcast. I haven't put any of my stickers on the back of my car. I've had it for almost a year. That tells you how my, the shape of my life Yeah, in general. Like, that's way low on the priority list. My, is mine's that, on my so. Yeti
1: cup. It's been at the fair all week. It goes everywhere with me, so.
0: Yeah, I've got one on my fake Yeti. I got a Meyer Ye- or a Walmart
1: Yeti. Okay, mine's not a real yeah. Yeti, but can we just go with the flow here, like?
0: Yeah, <laughs> no. you have a real Yeti? No. That it, you're bougie like yeah, that?
1: No, no, it's a fake Yeti. I just <laughs> call it my Yeti. My right, Yeti. Yeah, mean, well, I knew what you meant when you right. said it,
0: so I got should fit. So uh 2019,
1: eh? Yeah, we're gonna uh... <laughs> I you know what I do have to keep telling myself, I and I have had to tell myself this multiple times and Chris, for us it's better than last year. Mm-hmm. But it's not been a highlight year for sure. <laughs>
0: Yeah. You're not going to write it. You know, you're not really putting together a nice big scrapbook. No. Here's
1: when we got the pickup truck stuff. Yeah. This is not a scrapbook year for sure.
2: I think it'll be a year that we talk about for a long time though.
1: Oh my God. I I wrote that the other day in a column for DTN. I put, well, the, the column itself made me cry. I'm literally sitting at the cattle stall at the County fair, writing it crying because, um, I entitled it grieving a crop because we're going to have to start and we're going to have to process this grieving and it's not going, it's not just this spring. It's going to be, it's going to be this ripple effect because if you had prevent plant, you are not going to have as many acres to harvest this fall. And then you're not going to have as many bushels to sell over the next year. I mean, it's, it's just, it's not going to stop.
0: Yeah. No, I, uh, I, there uh we are probably in our location right here uh a lot of my customers got 40 percent of their corn planted right locally um 60 percent of the beans and so it's a delicate situation yeah i don't even think i can make Um, a
1: guess around here we are from one end of the board to the other on prevent plant i mean there are people who won't didn't have any And every phase in between um, to people who had a 1,000 acres.
2: Well, and it's not like the crop that's out there is all that great at the moment. I mean, there's a lot of unevenness and up and down. And the high heat this next couple days really concerns me because we missed the rain last night. So I think it might get ugly fast.
1: I think it's going to get ugly really fast. We had some rain, but it went so fast down into the ground. I don't, I mean, it, it was almost like it was, um, enough to, to stay status quo, not enough to help, you know, it's going to be, it's going to stay shitty looking, but for a few more days, but it, it's going to get bad. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We got, uh, right here locally at the house. Uh, we had six tents the other night, but I just talked to a customer of mine. He's got 25 pivots going in one spot. Oh, good. Great. um, you know, in an area down there where he, he didn't get any. So, but he did have some, some of his ground get some, he said, he got six tenths in one spot and then the rest you got hardly anything. And, you know, the rainfall looks like it's trying to work its way this way again here this morning, but, the market seems to believe at this point in time that we're okay. So Can I
1: just say that Bar- Barry kind of let us down. He 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 wasn't right. he wasn't as big as he claimed.
0: Yeah, which is such a dude thing. I know, um, right?
1: Honestly. I'm bringing it, and, man, and yeah, you got what. Yeah.
0: You better be prepared for this. Yeah. And then he fell asleep. So, I mean, how much did you get though? Did you guys end up with anything or We so, had like a 10th no? or two at the most.
1: I, think, you? I, think, Jen, what about I you? think over the past three days, we might've gotten, it was so varied. And like the computer models, um, field view, I think is the one we were using said we got some, but our, I, and our ring, I don't know. It was so varied. We, we yeah. got some, it helped some. Um, yeah. but Any not than better no. than nothing. Yeah. Right. right. I mean, but not going enough going into
0: this heat, especially. But not enough to be like, oh, okay, I feel better about that. But I don't know if there's anything that you could get going into this heat that would be like, oh, okay, I feel much better now. I, and maybe I'm wrong in that, Karen. You're the person that knows about growing the crop. I'm just the well. I think you'll be to able to it, see but... what fields were mudded into early come Monday. But we, yeah, we we've seen it. I saw it here. I was actually just talking to um a field agronomist yesterday about something i said i i because my sitter's been gone for the last week so i haven't really gone into work i've worked from home and and uh so in the week the week of the fourth we went on vacation we went up north so i didn't really pay you know i I watched this field that really got mudded in and planted when i didn't think they were going to plant anything and this guy was out planting and and uh I looked at it yesterday on my way in and I'm like, that hasn't grown. Like it hasn't gotten taller. It's been like knee high on me for what seems like forever. Now, granted, I haven't walked out into it. It's just kind of a a reference because a field that got planted a week to 10 days later than this guy planted um, exploded. Like, I mean, it's ready to it looks like it's ready to shoot tassels. It's probably head high on me. I mean, it's just absolutely grew like nobody's business here over the last couple weeks or so and then this other field just it's stunted and um uh, ben the guy i talked to said that they're seeing a lot of it where yeah the, the corn plants just stopped putting and J- karen you can probably explain this a little bit better than i can but stop putting height on and it's just focusing on t- it like producing the crop that it's going to produce and it doesn't <laughs> seem to be the ideal situation is what he said but i don't know
1: um we uh, had uh, uh let's see it would have been July 6th we had i bet uh soybeans flowering that weren't definitely probably weren't a foot tall maybe a foot tall yeah really yeah it's kind of weird to see soybeans flowering that slow. well
2: you were after the solstice though so yeah they can flower anytime after that right
1: right and that and that's what it is it's it's so hard to get in your head that beans you know, are do their job according to sunlight hours, right? Not actually nighttime to hours, how tall they are nighttime hours. Okay. Uh, according to not exactly. how tall they are, not, you know, where you think yeah. they ought to be in the growing process more so by like you say nighttime hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So flowering beans um. that are short, not, you know, have that coverage are weird to me.
0: Yeah. You know, it's weird. I was listening uh, to Chip's show here a couple weeks ago. I was on my way home from doing U.S. Farm Report, and I was like, there's nothing on the radio. I might as well turn on the podcast and see what they're talking about today. And they were t- He was talking about in, like, 95, I think, when they went on the crop tour, and there were, like, beans that had been planted really, really late that year, I guess. Maybe it was 93. And he said they actually ended up, they were like, they, they yielded a record at the time, and the guy that he was talking to was like yup it was a record crop and it, he happens to mention the next you know in the next breath that we didn't yep. get a frost that year until Thanksgiving and so I'm like yeah, okay that would be well heat, that'll
2: but help that's not how Maybe. he's looking at the moment so yeah and it doesn't help that the first full harvest moon is on Friday September 13th so
0: I'm just not even acknowledging that I'm just going to blissfully be unaware of any of that crap until the week before we get there and you know because at this point if that were to happen here it would it would devastate everywhere as it is we're not we're <sighs> we're, shutter, we're shuttering we're shuttering an elevator already like we're not going to have one of our facilities run this fall you
1: you've shut you down staff somewhere yeah.
0: else we're emptying it out right now of wheat and once it's empty it's done because in the the areas right around it there's yeah. nothing planted and I'm not going to compete on what's there. Like what's there, usually it's a toss up between going to like the ADM facility to the north uh, or going into there. And a lot of times people will go into there for convenience. But in a year like this one, when they aren't really trying to harvest a bumper crop, they're going to have, you know, convenience kind of takes the backseat to price. And I'm not going to go out and blow my brains out for zero margin to pay to have an elevator mm-hmm. open just so I can put grain in it. Um, and we're not the only ones I'm hearing in a lot of different places. We had Riga go offline here, the ethanol plant. Um, they're not going to be open. They shut down. Um, I've heard of several elevators and I haven't talked to anyone in particular that's at them. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt, but I've heard from pretty good resources that there are several, several elevators in Ohio that are just going to lay off their staff hmm. for the, the year once they're empty. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, you throw a frost in the middle of that, and there's more than one f word that comes to mind on that side. So that's pretty depressing. Let's not even think about that right now. I don't like to. Carl's like, I don't know why you worry about it, and I'm like, well, I don't know why you worry
1: about the pillow over your head. Yeah, just I, I've I've kind of decided my my headstone's gonna read, she had a headache. <laughs> Right, that's
0: just it. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I've had one. Yeah, I feel like I've had one. So, so other than that, I mean, Karen, what have you seen in your travels? Are there good area? There's good areas out there, right? You've seen some of them. There has. I to mean, be. south of Bloomington, there's an area that got
2: in early and was doing pretty well. Um, there was another area, kind of northwest. Well, northwestern Illinois got in fairly good, but. You know, they're looking, waiting for the tar spot to show up like it did last year and in the high temps it hasn't, but you know, next week we're supposed to cool off back down into the eighties, so they're a little bit concerned about that. Yeah. Um, eastern Iowa, I was over by West Liberty and there's a lot of wavy corn up and down and tassels here or there and two foot tall corn in other places. So I don't know. The soybeans have been an issue too. They seem to have gotten like four or five inches tall and just stayed there. But those are finally coming out of it and shooting up a little bit. So the thing is, though, you know, ugly beans can still yield fairly well. Ugly
1: corn Mm -hmm. cannot. So,
0: yeah, we had our little peer group meeting yesterday. Which I keep
1: missing. um, I don't know what is wrong with me. (laughs) It's okay. I won't fire you. You don't get. Can we listen to those? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I posted
0: on the the okay. Twitter. I'll have to post it today, but you can go back and and uh, see that. But we were talking to guys from Illinois, and uh, Brian, one of the guys on there, um, they happened to mention that you know, hey, we got corn that's still 200 bushel potential, and uh, everyone's like, oh wow, awesome, and uh, um, he's like, last year it yielded 260. I was gonna say there's a lot of two
2: forty to two eighty last year that would be lucky to be two to two hundred this year.
0: Yeah, and so he's so. like, so you know, yeah, um, it's it's nice to hear that it's going to uh, yield nicely like that. You know what I mean? Like, two hundred bushel is not a a crop failure by any means. He said, well, but it
2: depends on what your cash rent is. That's
0: what he said. It's hard to to. Uh, it's hard to say it's going to be okay if you're 350 to 400 cash rent you know and the main thing
2: we're not going to have that we had last year was a lot of 70 to 85 bushel beans so yeah
0: Yeah, at this point i mean and that's why i'm more bullish beans than anything well but continue to sell hard on it that's fine i mean i'm so sick of the freaking bear beaten i mean I'm not sitting here saying that the, the corn market needs to go to five. I'm not or six or whatever. I'm not one of those people. I mean, I've heard also folks throw out, "Well, it should go to seven. No, that's not that's not the case. The world's a very different place than what it was, you know, the last time we had an experience if it goes like this. To seven, nobody's gonna buy it. I I told a customer of mine, corn going to is like cheating on your wife with a porn star. It's great for about the, you know, it's the best 30 seconds of your life until your wife finds out and then the rest of the, you know the rest of your time pretty well sucks. and that's about it. Seven dollar corn lasts, you know, the euphoria that comes with selling seven dollar corn lasts until you cash the check. And then you're wondering what you're gonna do with the next bout, you know, And so um,
1: not that I'm in favor of bad years, but honestly, I don't think the could yeah. the market couldn't have wasstood, was was withstood, withstanded. I don't know, another year like last year. Right. I mean, Uh, yeah, I mean, it
0: could have this year could have been worse. I think Um, if we'd have gotten everything in that was expected and had the yield that was expected um, with the current demand situation. So that's everyone says that, you know, exports are so poor, you know, and, and we keep beating this export drum and they're saying it's simply because of price. I would venture that a good portion of our loss in export competition, you know, competitive ability and 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 business comes from the logistical factors. I mean, we couldn't use the river for what, from last November until just two weeks ago, three weeks ago. And then we had a tropical storm in freaking New Orleans, like, you know, which granted we have other export terminals we can use, but NOLA is our, our big one. Um And so I think he would have seen a cut to exports either way, especially with the Brazilian crop and stuff like that. So I don't know if someone, and it's all pure hypothetical thinking at this point in time, but someone asked the other day, what would the high have been on December corn if we would have planted the crop on time and had, you know, even had the weather that we've had. So let's say we got the crop planted, we had a two week window of getting the crop planted and then had the weather that we did through the month of June or whatever. I think we'd have been hard-pressed to see 404 on the December board,
1: I th- honestly. Yeah, I think it all rolls together, though. I mean, those ex- if we hadn't yeah. had that rain and had it got the crop in, <laughs> the rivers wouldn't have been flooded. So export market, yeah. I mean, it, you can't, I don't think, I mean. It's your butterfly effect. Yeah, right? I, mean, I mean, it's like, all going to roll together really anyway. Insane. You can't, I don't think you can, I mean, you can second guess and you can say what if, but for sake, this is where we're at. I mean, it is, yeah, this is what we have to deal with. Um, I always say you can wish in one hand and shit in the other and see which that's what that's what I was thinking first. in my head. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can, but honestly it, you, you know, this is what it is. I hate that. I kind of hate that saying, but it is what it is.
0: Well, it's true. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's exactly what it is. So what are you going to do? Right. But I am, I do get a little frustrated right now with the, when I said it this morning on a a radio show is, is that uh, um, we came into this exceptionally bearish. There's still bears in the market structure, no matter what. And there's still a lot of people that over the last few years, you know, anytime you think that this market needs to rally for any reason, it was a bad call. And so now you have all kinds of people that um, are continuing to, I, I mean, I've never seen so many top callers, in on twitter and maybe it's twitter that's exposing me to all of these people but you know there's certain people on there that are like well the high is for going to be 420 or you know may the end of may they're like well the high is officially in for corn and then ever since then every opportunity they've gotten they've talked you know well this is definitely you know negative for corn price well we we caught on that you were negative to corn price 30 cents i have to tell you that the best thing
2: i did was take twitter off my phone this spring
0: you know, I was talking to top third because he's been off for like the last two weeks, Craig there, and he may not want me to even, but I said, you know, is everything all right? like you good? like I made a boob job joke, and then I was like, oh god, what if where he's is where is he? yeah <laughs> something, you know, and here I am making a joke, like what a dick move and uh so I you know I said is everything good, you know and he said, yeah, I just needed to change a pace, yeah he said, I just needed to to take get away." and observe instead of being involved in the everyday. And I said, you know what? When I was on vacation, when we were up North, we didn't have the greatest of service anyway. And we were, I was up North. So I took a book. I wanted to read. I wanted to play with my kid. I wanted to try to avoid whatever the hell was going on in the market structure because it was right after that crappy USDA report. And I really needed a break. I was, I was, I, you know, I was burnt out. And, um, and I said, that was really nice. And he, he said, yeah, you know, you kind of under, you don't realize how much it actually affects your, your mental health, you know, it your does. ability to, to focus on what's going on in the, the market from, a-
2: I was listening to, um, I'll tell you what podcast the other day and Chris Steyerwalt said, Twitter is not real life, put it away. Yeah. <laughs> so but no, I haven't missed it. I mean, I if I want to see what's on Twitter, I have to go to my desktop and I'm not that turn brave, I'll be look. honest.
1: But now I so. don't I don't let myself get upset with shit on Twitter. I'm just like I'm there for fun, I learn things, but I, I just
2: I've muted and unfollowed a lot of people, just the argument. Yeah, I just I don't, don't even deal with yeah. anymore. Chris is know? always
1: like, Did you see
2: and I read something like, if you're not going to deal with those people in real life, don't deal yeah, with them Chris online Yeah, and Chris is always either. like, did you so. see so-and-so?
1: And I'm like, no. Didn't see it. Don't give right. two shits.
0: I like the interaction with, with other people um, that don't think the way I do. But I I posted it a while ago. The outrage culture. You know, the fact that I'm going to see something that, you know, maybe 10, 15, 20 years ago before social media and a lot of it, the, the apex for me, the zenith, if you will, on uh, outrage culture was the women's soccer oh, thing.
1: See, I didn't even, you I'm know, like. 15 years ago. Yeah.
0: Well, that's, we wouldn't have even, 15 years ago, we wouldn't even realize, we'd have been like, we have a women's soccer team. Yes. You know what I mean? Because unless you were interested in it, you didn't really follow it. It wasn't really, it would have been on TV for a little bit and you might have, and whatever it is, I don't know. I try to purposefully avoid some of the social. Yeah outrage mob mentality stuff, just because it is unhealthy. I feel that it just causes anxiety that I don't need. Well, it does. Um, And, you know, and I actually had people argue with something about, well, you know, I have great relationships with people on on Twitter. I'm like, all right, I married my husband because I met him on Twitter. So I'm not saying that not everyone on Twitter has value, but the uh, anonymous asshole that likes to chime in no matter what you have to say.
1: And I think that's, you it. know what I mean? Like, you know, but that. with those relationships
2: then. at this point, you know, for the ones that I really, you know, find value with, I can actually text them instead yeah. of having to Twitter. Them. Yeah. You don't have so. to be on
0: Twitter to see what they're saying. And I have some of those that I I'm that way. I have a lot of my, you know, honestly, a lot of the people that I interact with, on Twitter that I enjoy interacting with are part of the peer group now. And so once a week we do, except for Jen, uh, she just doesn't participate. Right. Whatever. Um, but we do a, a, a chat, a video chat. You know what I mean? Like, and so once a week we kind of touch base on what are you seeing? What's going on? How are you doing? How is your mental health? You know? Um, and I, and I think that's one thing too, is like the outrage culture, the, the uh, and how many guys have said to me this year, well, I, everything looks good here, but I don't want to say anything. Cause I'm afraid I don't want to hurt someone's feelings elsewhere. And I'm like, never hesitate to share your blessings. I think that's oh, a I do too. thing. I mean, like there's a, a fine line well, between bragging. Well, I mean, I, but I that's get a compassionate line though. I mean, it is compassionate, but I mean, I don't, the thing is, is that in my opinion, there's going to come a year where you don't have the blessings. And if you don't fill up your cup by counting the ones that you have, I think you yeah, but you also it. don't want
2: to jinx it and have the next hailstorm run right at you. Well,
0: I totally get that. <laughs> I get the, but I, that honestly, if a hailstorm is going to come, it's not because you tweeted well, about Well, the thing crop is, works. if like, I
2: know, but you hate it. If to the people can't
1: bait. be happy for you, they're not really there for you anyway.
0: I and I agree on that one. I mean, I don't know. I and I get it. I get both sides. I do I totally too, do but I, I'm just um, like
1: I'm not going to cut somebody off because the they are time, actually I, having a good year.
0: Well, then I gave JR a little shit last night. I called him a show off and I, and I think he kind of was like, listen, this crop doesn't look that great. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not saying that because I'm just saying it because it looks a lot better than what ours does. But I also understand that it doesn't look good for what you have, but it looks good. JR also has a newborn,
2: so he's probably a little testy and and not
0: sleeping. (laughs) Someone said that, uh, you know, I'm sure it was Michael McCammick. I'm sure your, your level of sleep is really helping you to be positive this year. And I had to laugh. I mean, I don't know. Carl never missed a wink of sleep when we had a newborn. So I, maybe that I'm skewed on that side. I hope he's up and at them with them. Cause Carl never was. <laughs> Carl was like, we have a baby. When did that happen?
2: If Chad didn't hear them, I made sure he heard them.
0: <laughs> you had him. you had him. uh, you encouraged him to hear them. Yes. Yeah. Well, that didn't work for me. Um, but I don't know. I just I feel like this year is hard. It's like walking through a minefield. I, I also understand that there's a, a fine line between bragging and being grateful, I guess, um, for what you've got. If you've got something on top of that, I think that it's important for people that are in a very bad area to recognize the extent of what that bad area is, because it's very easy if all you see are bad pictures on Twitter to think that everyone is bad and that corn needs to go to $77 a bushel and blah, 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 blah. You know, when reality is that there's a percentage of it that might be or something like that. You know, I I think it's important to put your story out there, um, which has been kind of our theme for a while. You know, you tell your story in your own way kind of deal, but um i don't know i guess that's just my my thoughts on it um fair you guys how is fair gone did you see fair fair gate this you know week?
1: fairs we're done showing so we didn't win any banners weren't going to that's okay um let's talk about mike yeah. and his fair yeah
2: he he what? had oh. that parent, show parent, get a court injunction so that his kid could have someone else show the animal. Oh,
1: my God. Are you um, serious?
2: Yeah. Yeah, you I'm... didn't see
1: that?
0: He had a child with autism who is frightened by their animal, and they don't want to show. But the parents want them to show. Why? And so they had a court injunction. Well... It kind of goes hand in hand with what Calvin had talked about early on in the week. What I just mentioned as fairgate, you know, uh, he really ruffled some. Fa- you thought that you made people mad with your fair comments last year, Karen, <laughs> you and you know, and Kelvin can Calvin <laughs> really took some heat on that one. But uh, yeah, so he, he made had a uh, bad statement. So he did. It, that's Calvin, my, my favorite thing about Calvin is he's, he's like, oh, look. Bee's nest, I happen right. to have a bath right now. Yeah, like he's not afraid to dive in head first. And I may not agree with everything he says, but I do um enjoy okay, his, I have to
1: ask, why was uh, it so important That's this child Judas.
2: um, it was a rather expensive that, show animal, I think. So, and this they, is a
1: parent thing, see, so don't even freaking get me started on whether 4 H is a parent yeah, yeah. program or a child's program.
2: Yeah. So, and anyway, yeah. they ended up, they told them they had to go by the rules. And so they went and got a court injunction. And
0: yeah. Yeah. And it, I'm going to be honest, I'm speaking as a parent of a disabled child right now, in that. That takes inclusion eighteen steps back. Well, I
2: mean, if the kid wants to because show that's different. Off. But if they're too
0: afraid if the kid wants to show they'll be in the ring. Right. If it's yeah. The animal. If the child wants to show, they will be in the ring. I think we've seen that enough. If Colton is afraid of his calf or his steer or whatever, you know, if, if we decide to go down that route, we're not gonna show. Like I mean, that's where it's at. I would love to be a part of 4-H. I would love to be an active member. I, if he wants to show a horse, he can show a horse. If he wants chickens, have chickens. If he wants hogs, that's fine. But dad's going to have to be there when we load him up because I'm going to be a <laughs> freaking wreck um, that day. I just will not be able to handle that part. But if he's not, that's going to have to be. And so as a parent of a child that has a disability of some some level, and level enough to where it disrupts what you had anticipated for life, I can understand not wanting to give up that part for your kid. I don't know their story. I don't know their their situation. This might be their only child. I have no idea. I get, though, the idea that you have to mourn the life that you thought you might have. And some parents refuse to do that. Plain and simple. Some parents refuse to acknowledge the fact that their life isn't what they thought it would be. And that's with typical children too. How many typical children do you know that don't want to play sports that dad's still like, we're going out back to play catch, you know? Um, and so we have to really be careful as parents. And I think that, I don't know, I don't know how you even deal with it. I, I would be embarrassed if if I were them that I had went to, a you know, caused such a, ruckus, I guess. Especially when you're but, not fighting on behalf um, of your
1: child. Let's be honest. This, is, this yeah, isn't this is about yeah, the child I mean, anymore. If the child is freaking scared, I don't I don't care.
2: Disability or not, if the child disability, is scared, they yeah, shouldn't be so Yes, I was out trying
1: there. to think of how to phrase it. Disability yeah. or not, if the child is scared of the animal uh, or not comfortable, yeah. the animal knows it. So that you're not only yep. putting the child in danger and the animal, but everybody else in the showroom. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: I mean that's and but the, what they ended up doing is that the child standing outside of the show ring watching and s- another 4-H member is showing that animal.
1: Yeah, see, that's just no. I, I'm I sorry. I mean, I could
2: have seen. yeah I mean, I could have deliver. seen if the child was a little bit timid, you know, having a partner and showing together. Oh
1: yeah, and we we totally do that at Johnson yeah. County.
2: I mean, I yeah. can see that. Yep. Um, I like, agree. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, but.
0: I just think we as parents need to be careful that we aren't pushing our children to do something that we want them to do. And, and, and I think there's a, a line, that, too, because, like, right? if my I kids mean, start
2: something, I make them finish it. Even if they decide they don't like it, I'm always like, well, we don't yeah. have to do this next year. But we but we are finish, finishing you know, it with this, le- these lessons, lessons that we've already committed
1: to. But Right.
0: Yeah. I think that's an important lesson. That was our lesson growing up. I think that's important. Yeah, we did. Honestly, um, you know, um, I just, I, I recognize, like I said, I recognize how hard it is to, to have a life different than what you had expected in one way or another. I think your life's always different than your expectations, no matter what, but In this instance, it's always a little bit more glaring in some ways, shapes or forms, you know, like for us, you know, but I also read the other day, like having children is the greatest, like you spend all of this time and effort and money to think that you're going to create this fantastic experience and your kid hates it. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, I'm glad I did that. That was really great. You know, here's a cardboard (laughs) box and some crayons. Have fun. Um, you know, like fireworks, Colton, absolutely. Uh, They scare the out of him. So, you know, fireworks for us, probably not going to happen anytime soon. Maybe next year, though, he'll surprise me. I don't know. This year, hated him. Um, and, you got to watch him you know, from farther so away where just, you can't you hear them. You do different things. The
2: best fireworks, we watch out of the master bathroom window to the campground
0: behind us. <laughs> right? You're like, look at that. This works. And that's what he did. He sat in the cabin when we were up north and... He watched them for a while and then even yeah. the loud bangs through the cabin, he was not a fan of. So, but yeah. Um, and so I don't know. I think it, when it comes down to it, Calvin, you know, yeah, he made a super broad statement, but it's stories like that that are why he made the statement that he made. You know what I mean? Like, um, I think we have to be careful when it comes down to it because the the world's watching or the outside community's watching and maybe they have no idea what happened, but yeah. Um, well, I mean, by the look, it like like, seems like the kidding? child is being excluded,
2: like, but that's not really what was happening.
0: Because so. obviously we don't want to exclude yeah. anyone, but. I don't know. Which
1: I. No,
0: but we, we want to include. People I think that that's want to the key. Included, we, we get so right? wrapped up in know. making
1: sure everyone is included that maybe everyone doesn't want to be included.
0: Yeah, they would like to be. And it's a constant battle. I don't know. I run into it a lot in the Down syndrome community, moms that are struggling with, you know, um, inclusion battles, because um, you still have those too, where, you know, there's still school administration officials that think that children with disabilities like that should be, um, you know, set aside in a the classroom. There's still a lot of parents that believe that. I sat and listened to two parents have a discussion about how terrible it was to have children with Down syndrome, in a classroom because it's such a distraction to other kids. And they didn't realize that I'm a parent of a child with down syndrome. And I just kind of sat there like, well, I'm writing you guys off the list of people that I think are decent, you know, and I could have advocated at the time, but sometimes that gets exhausting too. So I don't know. Sometimes it's not necessary. I'm not going to sit here and make you feel like a tiny person because you are because you idea like, I'm, yeah, but I'm sure the person (laughs) next to him later on was like, um, by the way, you know, um, just so you know, like that thing that you said was really shitty. So, you know, Angie's not going to call you out on it because she's not a dick. But she is going to talk about you on the podcast maybe and tell the whole world a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So if you listen, you may be offended, and that's fine because it's okay. Grab
1: a helmet um, at the door. So yeah, I don't know.
0: Exactly. That's how it works. But so yeah, other than that, summer here. I'm glad I'm back in Michigan. I love being in Michigan. We went up north a week ago, two weeks ago. It was fantastic. We're going up north. uh, Not this weekend. Next weekend, we're going up to Petoskey. I love the fact that we can go to lakes again. The only problem that I have is that my husband grew up on a dairy farm and I'm 99.999% sure he does not know how to swim and is somewhat scared of water. Um, He won't admit it. You know his idea of a vacation when he was a kid was not having to milk, so um, for morning or whatever, you know what I mean? So now it's like he is uh, he, he's like, I am not a beach guy, like, he wants to go and do things, and I'm like, All right, you go do things, I'll just lay here on the beach with my book. But that's how we grew up, we had a pond growing up that had a nice little beach, and so. You know, we'd wake up in the morning, my mom would get her stuff done, we'd load into the vehicle, we'd go meet my cousins at our pond, and that would be where we'd spend all afternoon, and my mom would hang out, and she'd read and look up every now and again to make sure that she could count all of the heads that she took down with her, and she'd go back to smoking her cigarettes, reading her book, and talking to my aunt, you know, and so that was our childhood growing up. Awesome. We sat at beaches, and just, it was great, and that's what I want Fred's to be, you know, like, I can answer the phone while I'm sitting at the pool like that's not hard um but carl's kind of like i don't get this lifestyle like i don't understand what we're what are we supposed to do you just sit and relax i don't understand what that work means like that's carl
1: yeah i'm with carl
0: i'm not gonna
2: lie <laughs> turn your computer on and sit there in the shade yeah
0: yeah yeah exactly like have a good time um so yeah i don't know that's the extent oh school starts in a month here and uh, yeah, I'm not ready for that mentally either so you guys are gonna have to listen to the podcast where I talk about my mental breakdown because my kid is too old and he's going to school and I'm scared. So that's fun
1: but anything else going then on? you'll reach then then you'll reach the age like I am where oh school's starting right you
0: see you later bye I'm you know I am still looking forward to it where I'm like, All right. It'll be nice to have school. We found sitter. I found my, I have my regular sitter that I have now is coming afternoons, like Thursday and Friday. And then I have a new sitter that's coming Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And so she, uh, she did the first, her first day yesterday, the new sitter. And I was like, Oh no. Um, I'm nervous. Like I left him, you know, Carl's here, but still, and I left him with her. And then I'm like, Oh my God, what if, uh, you know, what if she's a psycho? Like, what if I think she's neat, you know, like a nice <laughs> person, but she's really a psycho. And I'm, you know, like, and she's, you know, I just, the anxiety starts to kick in with all kinds of like terrible thoughts about this. And so I got home and it, she apparently is still, she's, you know, seems to be still pretty normal. So we had that going for us. So Carl uh, was alive in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't do me a solid on that one, but whatever. <laughs> so what are you going
1: to do? Well, the first day would have been awkward to do this. Right, yeah, to and get rid of it. I mean, you know? yeah.
0: Yeah, she's right. got to be. Yeah, thanks for making me feel worse, you guys. That's awesome. So, Did you background yeah, check Yeah, her? I was like, oh, my God. All right, no, but most psychos don't have a rough, I mean, most psychos that are, like, nice people don't really have a significant background. So we need
1: I to get I Angie should. some medication. That's, that's <laughs> how I am. Get Angie some medication yeah. here.
0: Yeah. You got to get me some. Yeah. I never background checked Brooke. She's super awesome. And uh, I didn't background check her, you know, and this other gal, I, I don't know, maybe I will still, but realistically speaking, she's 21. So oh, like,
2: yeah. and she, you like, know what I mean? Like, and they know, more there, So
0: yeah. And you go know back, like the background checks available. So are you really going to sign up? But she said that she had was on care.com and she had some guy reach out to her and be like, I'd like you to babysit my kid blah 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 and one of those stupid scams where like we're going to send oh, you a check me. for 3200 I need you to deposit it or you know and I'm like they even hit care.com now like that's ridiculous man Yeah So I don't know I just I guess we'll see um you know I'm sure we will see what happens the rest of the Oh I'm yeah. sure I'm I'm sure I'm talking oh, about yeah. the growing oh, okay. season now you got to keep up I'm all over the place. I really am. I'm so scatterbrained. It's not even funny. And I get more scatterbrained the more I do things. And so this isn't, you know, it's it is what it is. It's all, it'll be suck an egg. Yeah. Yeah. That's my motto. Well, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to be like, I love you 2019. I love you so much because last year I said 2018 sucked. And then it was like, <laughs> oh, you think so? You think so? You want to see what I can do? <laughs> You know how when you're fighting with your spouse and they're like, well, you're just being crazy. And you're like, you think this is crazy? You think this is crazy? That's not me. I'm more of like, I'm not being crazy. My sister, though, she got all the crazy. So she'll be like, you think this is crazy? Like, she's be the kind of one to, like, take a handful of her hair and, like, cut it off. There, I just cut off my own hair. (laughs) She would be like, she cracks me up. She's awesome. She has all the crazy, though. Like, me, I'd be like... I don't want to fight. I'm just not a fighter. Like that's how I am. And she's like, I'm gonna fight about that rug being messed up. Do you want to fight? You want to see me lose my mind? <laughs> it's hilarious. It's funny. We laugh about it all the time because we're kind of different in that respect. So, and that's why I'm I'm not a fighter is because she came out of the womb that way. She was like, you want me to kick your ass? I'm like, you're a newborn. I'll <laughs> kick your ass. I don't care. I might be laying in this basket. Might but have I'll been a little tough being Angie Senter's no. little sister. <laughs> That is probably true. I was a little high strung kind of psycho. Still am. What are you gonna and do? And on that note, I guess. <laughs> right? I'm fully aware of it and will admit it. So but my sitter just texted me, she said she's coming back. After being gone for a week, um, is it too awkward to like hug her and give her a kiss and tell her never to leave me again? She is to that... come back? <laughs> yeah. I guess I'll hold it all inside, like grovel at her feet. Never do that to me again. So but have fun. Good luck at the auction, Jen. At the end of Thank the week. Thank
1: you. Yep. Thanks.
0: May uh, everything be great, Karen. I mean, we'll try to do this, weekend, this. So yeah, yeah. Stay in the pool. You oh, got I your was pool up, more right? Of the crop. <laughs> the crop is not in oh, my pool. I just like, yeah. Pot's legal in Michigan now, so I just like to pretend that nothing happens as it is. I'm just like, what? <laughs> I. What did you say? I don't remember. We have a crop. I don't know anymore. I forgot about that. So, but all right. On that note, now we will uh, wrap her up this week. Have a fantastic week. Keep your head up. If you need anything, let us know, like reach out if you can. Um, if you, I don't know, reach out to your neighbor too. Like, yeah, take care of one another. Cause it's still not a fun year at all. And so let's have a good time. Try to let's make the best of it anyway. So have a good one. We'll be back again soon, I promise.